quantum healing hypnosis is, as you mentioned, not traditional hypnosis. It's not clinical hypnosis. It is directly connecting with your highest aspects, over soul, source consciousness, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really have a name. And um, that divine omniversal energy. And so I say, I'm, I'm just holding the space. So I'm guiding you. I'm your guide. I keep the space clean and clear. And yet those clients that have, are guided to me, their higher selves or sources already dictated what they're going to show them, when they're going to have the appointment, how it's going to play out for them. Welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check. Today's guest is metaphysical coach, Roseanne Grace. Hello, everybody. You know, there are now a wide variety of books sharing the results of various forms of past life regression, most of which are done using hypnosis. Hypnosis is very well researched and used today by a wide variety of medical professionals, psychologists, and even shamans. I personally used to refer very challenging cases, particularly where I suspected trauma that wasn't being remembered was influencing a person's health, to Mark Wiesner, a clinical psychologist. I was always very impressed with the results obtained from using hypnosis, and so were my patients. Today, I take you on a journey with Roseanne Grace, a quantum healing hypnosis specialist. I've been hearing through the Czech grapevine for years that Roseanne was getting amazing results with people from past life regression work to other forms of healing via quantum hypnosis. Even though Roseanne is a longtime student of mine and a very close friend, as is her partner Jeff Bryan, they don't live close enough for easy access, so I'd not had a chance to get together with her for my own past life regression. Around the year 2000, I hired a professional past life regressionist, and it was certainly enlightening to learn some of the things about myself that helped me better understand who I am and why I am so focused on my work in health and consciousness. Roseanne and I were finally able to align our schedules, and her and Jeff came to spend a day with us at the Rainbow House. Roseanne performed a past life regression on me, and needless to say, it was intense. I learned a lot about myself and why I have a deep concern for organized religion and the dangers it poses to people, and even why I recently have been fascinated with and deeply attracted to the Celtic god of nature, Cernanos. I hope you enjoy this fascinating journey into Roseanne's life, how she became a quantum healing hypnotist, and what this work can do to help people heal, and much more. And for you skeptics, I did specifically ask her, how do you know people aren't just making it up in their minds? She gives a very potent answer, and one for which I can assure you is true, as you will soon learn. Roseanne offers Living 4D listeners a special opportunity to experience her work at the end of the show today, so if you are ready to know the truth about yourself, now's your chance. Enjoy Roseanne Grace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check. I hope you are feeling great and that the COVID environment has not taken your spirits away, but indeed given you wind with which to fly to your potential to share your love. And today I have a special guest for you, a longtime buddy of mine, someone who I love, Roseanne Grace. Welcome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for having me. I'm honored and I'm uh, just blessed to be here with Thanks. you. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yes. The rainbow. Mm-hmm. You know, Roseanne, um, when did, how long have we known each other? Uh, 10, 11 years now. And you've taken a bunch of my courses, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And um, Roseanne's partner, Jeff Bryan, is a very good buddy of mine who's an amazing super stud of a man <laughs> who could lift great big rocks. So um, 
I brought Roseanne onto the podcast because she does something very interesting and very powerful. She practices what is called quantum healing hypnosis. The title of our show today is Quantum Healing Hypnosis. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. You know, and I said to Roseanne, because I've, I've, I've known she gets amazing results with people for quite a while and the word gets spread around and people talk and I'm like, cool, Roseanne's rocking it out there. <laughs> and um, I said, you know, I've done past life regression work before and, and I thought, well, I'd really like to ask some more questions because it's been like, I don't know, 20 years since I did a regression. Yeah. And so I said, well, let's do it and then talk about it on the podcast or just talk about what you do. But I wanted to have the experience so that when I'm talking to you guys, I can say, I know what quantum healing hypnosis is and I know what it's about. And I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> yes, that is an experience. <laughs> so we went back today into uh, some several of my past lives. Mm-hmm. And found out the answers to some of my deepest questions, which was really quite profound. And uh, things that were quite shocking to me, really. And, uh, excuse me, while I have a puff of my nice herb, you know, you all know that, right? (laughs) Thank you, medicine spirits. I'm good, thank you. You're good. Okay, she's going to let me have it. (laughs) That's good. That's nice of you. (laughs) I love it. But yeah, you know, um, one of the things that was really shocking for me was, um, you know, I've always had this gut-wrenching concern about the dark side of Christianity. And I think anybody that's been around me very long knows that. Because that. <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of pain created by not only Christianity, but most of the world religions, for cer- certainly the Abrahamic religions, Islam, Ju- Judaism, and uh, Christianity. I mean, coaching people for 37 years, the number of times I've tracked people's core issues back to self-judgment, pain, and re- things re- directly related to religious programming is unbelievably shocking, which is something that began arising in my work probably 20 years ago. And so I started studying and studying and studying and studying and studying and studying and looking and it was all right there in front of me. But uh, in the regression, I asked what was my, what was the question? Was it my most recent past life or the You wanted an insight into the most recent past lives and um, significant players and how I ask, you know, your divine self or source consciousness is the most appropriate. So they already dictated the session before, you know, yes, Paul had his questions, which was great, but they showed him what he needed to see right out the gate. And that was the... Yeah, I couldn't remember if I was asking for my most recent past life or the one that was of most relevance to me to know, but I think I was asking, it felt like my most recent one. But I found out something quite wild. Now, some of you are going to think I'm crazy for telling you this, but that's okay. Great. Yeah. Add to the group. <laughs> Great minds are always met by violent opposition by mediocre minds, and I don't think I'm a mediocre mind, so I've met lots of opposition in my life. But I found very viscerally and, and quite intensely that I was a Knights Templar, and um, I was sick, deeply sick in my soul for all the things that I had to do 
for what was supposed to be the church, but was a handful of very wealthy, powerful, king-like human beings that were very intent on owning the world and at any cost. And so I had confided in my best buddy, who was also a Knights Templar, knowing how dangerous it would be to tell him, but I couldn't keep the pain in. And I was actually asking him for help to leave the Knights Templars and to help awaken people to the truth of what was really happening to them with things like the Crusades and all the related activities of the day at that time. And um, he had the pain of both agreeing with me, but also knowing what would happen if anybody found out. Yeah. And so... You made a pact. Yeah. So, unfortunately, due to the circumstances of the way the organization set up, once I told him, if anybody found out at any time that I had told him and he hadn't told the leader of our order... Mm -hmm then they would have killed him. And if anybody else found out, they would kill them. So it's sort of a, they clean their loose strings up very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so um, we were out on what seemed like an ordinary mission. Hmm. You thought. <laughs> I thought, and all of a sudden we came to the, to like a opening near a crossroads where four roads met, but just past one was a, place where carriages used to pull over and let people off and then they all got off their horses and surrounded me and each of them drew their swords and put them right to my neck so there's about 16 men mm -hmm. with their swords at my neck highly trained killers and then the leader of the group announced that they knew what I had told my friend and he nodded his head yes and said he was sorry but it was either him or me because <laughs> mm -hmm. he didn't, he said he'd seen it before and he knew it eventually, as soon as I started doing what I said I was going to do, they would know that somebody knew. Yeah. So they ultimatumed me. They gave me a choice. The choice they gave me was they were, they were willing to all risk their lives for me. Mm-hmm if I would agree to never, ever speak of it again mm -hmm. and to do my duty as a Knights Templar as effectively as I'd always done it. Yeah. And I said, I can't do it. They said, then you have to die. How do you want to die? Mm -hmm. <laughs> In other words, yeah. which way would you like us to kill you was yes. the offer. And, uh, and that was out of respect and camaraderie, I remember asking. Yeah. So I said something to them that, triggered one of them quite badly I said if you continue to do what you're doing you're not a real warrior yeah you're fighting for an unjust cause you're slaughtering killing and maiming women children men helpless people and you're stealing everything they own because you get paid a lot of money and because you're in love with the prestige of being the most elite warriors there are mm -hmm. in, in that day. And one of them didn't like me. Mm -mm. No. And so he said, 
I'm going to do it. And he pulled his sword and drove it right through my, just below my diaphragmatic arch, right under, right through my solar plexus, solar plexus, and right out the back of me, right through my ribs, and I bled to death. And then the rest of it is a long story, but it was pretty freaking profound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to see the whole afterlife process and the choices, the choices, and mm-hmm. yeah. And we were going for how long? We did lots of different questions. Yeah, almost, uh, um, like an almost two hours, an hour and a half. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. very emotionally intense. Yes, I cried a lot. Yes, and um, I felt, as I told Roseanne, the only time I f- felt sorry, she doesn't want me to tell you this, but <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> The only time I've ever felt that much pain is when my father died, and it was the same kind of pain. It was literally the pain of tremendous loss. And um, there was pains of great, there was uh, experiences of great joy as well. Oh, yeah. You know, realizing who key family members were, who I was amazed many of my instructors were, were, had, had been with me in past lives and. I knew that, but it was neat neat to see it come to me in this vi- visceral experience. What I loved was the healing part. Yes. When you were done. Yes. Yeah. And I I want you to share, you know, the, the story and pain. It was, you know, everyone's level of experience is different and not everybody is um, so viscerally inclined as you are. I mean, you embody that and you can go into those deep places. And so I also mentioned like you can witness something as an observer versus having to, you know, tangibly be there and feel it firsthand. But Paul's all in, so, you know, he was fully in, immersed in it. But the, share the healing part, that was You know, the beautiful. reason the reason I didn't take the observer position yeah. is because when you're in the observer position, it's as though you're watching a movie. True. And you never actually feel the pain because you're perceptual systems imagine it mm-hmm. so like when you watch someone get killed on a movie yeah how you imagine that happening is how it affects you on the inside mm-hmm. and one guy next to you is so distraught with the pain he's got to leave the room and the other guy's completely numb and thinks it's just a fucking movie what's yeah. your problem right you so <laughs> i didn't want to disassociate because it's my it. own life and it's yeah. very important to me to know these things i wanted to understand it with all of my being absolutely so i chose to enter into it so i could truly feel it and and the intensity of it was and i commend that and i do give my clients options like you don't have to if you don't want to if that's too much and and uh, there's also those built-in uh safeguards like i say the divine or your higher self isn't going to let you see anything that um isn't going to support you. That. Yeah, they know. It's like a built-in firewall. It's like, and they know Paul can go to those, you know, those deep, deep places. So that's where they took him. Made my my whole head and chest wet from tears and <laughs> and some. But then you have those beautiful releases too. Yes, there was a lot of, um, you know, uh, you know, the sound of pain coming out of me. Just ah, uh, like. Just, you know, the pain of someone punching you in the solar plexus as hard as they can when you least expect it. Um, And um, I know that pain well. And so, (laughs) yeah, I just had to go in there and really understand it because 
you know, I'm writing a new book now, and it's it's really about why we're here. What's mm-hmm. the Earth plane about? What's what's going on on this yeah. planet, and why are each one of us here? And what's the purpose of it all? And you know, I've been studying this my whole life. I've had many, many profound mystical experiences, more than I can count. And I've had numerous encounters with what I would call God. And I would have to say that this one was uh, as vital and intense as any of them. Wow, thank it was, you. It was, uh, you know, I'm an ex-paratrooper and a guy that's proven that he can take pain mm-hmm. <laughs> many times. And anybody that knows me, any of my buddies know that. And boy, I'll tell you what, I had to go through some pain today. Wow. But uh, I feel better. I feel lighter. I feel I can breathe easier. My abdominal wall feels more relaxed. My neck feels a lot less painful. Um, It's like a lot of my injuries aren't hurting so much. And um, Beautiful. It's interesting, too, because being a Knights Templar, you know, I obviously spent a hell of a lot of time on horses and had a tremendous mm. mastery of, you know, a warrior on a horse as a master sure. of a horse, right? When I was young, I was very naturally talented on a horse. I remember when I was 12, I was riding our quarter horse, and I just somehow knew that I could stand on its back while mm-hmm. it was running. And so I got it going into a full run and I stood up on its back and rode it across about a 10 acre field, no problem. And my mother just happened to be standing in the front yard and she (laughs) wasn't nearly as impressed as I was. (laughs) But uh, my point is, is that, you know, I became quite a successful amateur motocross racer, which also felt very natural to me. Yeah. In fact, I won my first licensed motocross race showed up to you know a proper Canadian Motocross Association race and I was the only guy there wearing welder's goggles and and leather farm gloves and oh. cowboy boots everybody else was all decked out in serious gear. racing mm-hmm. gear you know and they're like looking at the, look me like where'd this hillbilly come from <laughs> and I won the race by over a half a lap which really shocked me and a lot of people and um so even as a child I've always had this some intuitive knowing of how mm-hmm. to handle a horse or a motorcycle. Yeah. And now I get a real understanding that I have a lot of experience from that lifetime for sure and many others because I've had several as, as a native. Mm-hmm. Um, not, how many lifetimes did they say you had? I don't want to tell them. Okay. That's no. too, that's, um, it's a lot, we'll just say. A lot, yeah. <laughs> it, it was um, interesting. Yeah. But what was cool is they showed me God, great spirit showed me a star map. Oh, yes. And I could see all the stars yeah. lighting up in all the lifetimes. So there was like mm-hmm. shi- like uh, fireflies lighting up wow. amongst this giant. All the different star nations. F- there was no end to this. It was like no. it wasn't like a map. It was like I was standing in the middle of space, like in the Infinity. middle of, of, of the universe. And then my attention was drawn to all these stars, and they were flashing like lights on a on a exotic uh, dashboard mm-hmm. of an air flight control center or something. And um, yeah, and uh, so it, it was. You know, I I found out more about my relationship with Angie, my my past lives with yeah. Penny, yeah, 
Um, I found out that my daughter Zoe has been in a past life with me mm-hmm. quite a long time ago in a native, yeah. very native tribe. And um, a lot of wild things. Hi, everybody. I imagine some of you are finding that your mind is not as sharp as it was or that you can't seem to remember things as well, such as the last page you read in the book or the key points from a meeting you just attended recently. Do you feel that your brain is taking longer to come online or that your thinking gets muddled or fuzzy when you've got a lot to get done? If so, Organifi Pure may be just the magic you need. A key ingredient in Organifi Pure, called Neurofactor, showed a significant impact on brain-derived neurotropic factor, which has been widely reported to play a critical role in neuronal development, maintenance, repair, and protection against neurodegeneration. The certified organic combination of herbs in Organifi Pure not only enhances mental clarity and promotes brain-derived neurotropic factor to stimulate the development of new neural pathways, It aids in enhanced digestion, which is important because many cognitive problems are symptoms of poor digestion. To get your Organifi Pure and shop their amazing product line with your Living 4D discount, go to Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and save 20% on any of their products using the code capital C, capital H, capital E, capital K20. That's check 20 during discount. Enjoy. One of the most profound things was this year when I painted my 2021 mandala. Oh, yeah. Um, Gavin Jennings, who's one of my best friends in the whole world and our CEO, someone I really love and, and respect deeply, um, he, as part of a Christmas gift, sent me a book on Celtic symbology. And, you know, I've read a lot of books on all aspects of symbols and symbology got a whole bookshelf of them right over there two two full rows on the bookshelf over there so probably a hundred books and so i spent a lot of time studying this stuff but i was very drawn to this book it was like i had to read this book Mm -hmm. and i literally sat down and read it cover to cover i couldn't get out of my chair it's like 180 pages or something like that and it's a good sized book but i was probably it probably took me about four and a half hours to read it and i got to the page that showed cernanos the celtic god of nature who is also the god of fecundity balance personal balance Mm -hmm. abundance um but his job is to maintain the balance of nature Mm -hmm. and uh, if you haven't ever seen him it's really amazing look him up on google type in C-E-R-N-U-N-N-O-S. C-E-R-N-U-N-N-O-S. And he's half stag, uh, deer, male deer, mm-hmm. and half human. And he's got deer antlers coming out of his head. Mm-hmm. But his lower body is like a stag. And he stands up like a man. But he looks like a very powerful, healthy, fit, super strong, like yeah. gladiator type athlete. Um, but he's got deer's antlers. hind uh, legs and, and feet mm. and deer's antlers and, and a human torso mm-hmm. like a minotaur. And um, so all of a sudden in this regression, uh, I can't remember what the question we asked was, but, but there was Cernanos and he was 
made of the stars. He was looking at me from the stars, but his body was made out of the stars. But I could see that the light of his body was connected right into the planet. It was like it was coming from his solar plexus, Mm -hmm. really, but it was radiating out. Radiating out, radiating out up to about his clavicles and down to his pubic bone was this beam of consciousness emanating from him. And he expresses himself through human beings who are tuned to nature and who act to protect nature yeah. and, and various other functions. But the... Um, experience was very very visceral and deep and it was like as soon as that happened i could feel myself in the chair the moment that my eyes hit the mm-hmm. picture of cernanos and i had um a numinous experience of the living symbol connecting to me at the depth of my consciousness mm-hmm. speaking to me and saying I must be with you this year. Yeah. And I knew I had to paint him into my yeah. mandala. He said, I am you. But yeah, he said, I, in the, in the, yeah, re- in in the aggression, aggression, yeah, he said, I am you. And not just me as a person, but yeah, all, 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 all yes. of us who are concerned for yes. the planet and, and for balance in nature and for justice and for balance within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And he um, explained to me that... Uh, one of the key reasons I am here is is to write the book that I'm working on right now, and that mm-hmm. that he has come to me to give me the support to share yes. the things that people need to know that are not common knowledge. Yeah, help with more awakening too. Yeah, and so it was a very wild experience. <laughs> it's definitely unique. Definitely. Penny said earlier, you'll never have a regression like the one you have with Paul. And I'm like, oh, I guarantee (laughs) once we were done. And yeah, it was absolutely um, off the charts. And like I said, Paul already knows how to go into those spaces really easily. So that cut down on, you know, induction time and and such. And also we have a relationship together, which we found out we had other relationships together too, by the way. (laughs) Multiple past lives in marriage. Me as the Uh, woman though. mm -hmm. This is the first time I've ever found out that I was a woman in a past life. I always mistakenly thought, because I've always just loved being a man, I look at all the stuff women have to deal with, whether it be men's (laughs) attitudes or whether it be birthing, my Mm -hmm. God, the pain of birthing, the the stress of being a mother and the full-time job it is. Like Mm -hmm. I've got three kids and I'm, you know, I got a one and a half year old and one that's about to turn five and one that's 41. So I've seen it all. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so... Yeah, seeing you know, yourself as a woman was, was I, I've, new. I've always told myself, I am never going to be a woman. Yeah. Like, I love that they showed you that right they away. They are higher, more evolved spiritual beings than <laughs> I because they can take a lot more pain day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And I just do not get excited about that. And here I found out I've been a, women, a woman multiple times mm-hmm. and I was your wife. Yes, you were. <laughs> so I, I usually go into that space with you and so... Getting to, I just closed my eyes briefly, and I saw at least three. Yeah, and not all from this planet. Yeah, and no, there was not all several, in human I think, form. <laughs> I think five times I was shown five, mm-hmm. five times, and and um, and in different star systems, which was really wild. Yeah, but in places that felt 
very much like Earth in the general mm -hmm. vibe. At least three of them I sensed were mm -hmm. very, very similar to the life we have here. And human, with human beings too. I found, it was the other thing, I found that the human form is really vast in the yes. universe. It's, yeah. it's not... Replicated a lot. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and it's interesting because in my studies of Alan Watts, which have been extensive, I've studied his entire collected works, um, he says something very unique. He says, the universe is a peopling universe. Mm -hmm. And now I really viscerally get what he meant. Yeah. At first, when I read it or, or heard it, I've read it and heard it uh, on his audios, but um, what I thought that he was saying is that when he used the word peopling, mm -hmm. he meant that the universe creates beings or conscious entities mm. that are part of the universe itself so I felt like he was using the word peopling to describe the germination process of a biological organism mm -hmm. becoming progressively more conscious until it actually evolves to having enough consciousness that it no longer needs a material body for its self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And But what I found out today was that he literally meant peopling <laughs> and that, that what I thought People. was true, but I found out today that there is human being like oh yeah people uh all, all over, over the place oh yeah all over the place mm -hmm. just for as far as the mind can wander yes so it seems to be it reminds me of in, in the bible when it says god says um uh, you are created in my yeah. form mm -hmm. and so not this, just here. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's sort of a universal archetype, really. Mm -hmm. The Adam Cadmon is the yeah. archetypal name of the human being. But it's very um prof <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> it was very profound. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Powerful. You know, um we'll get into more of, of this, but I'd love it if you could tell us in your own words what exactly would you describe quantum healing hypnosis as for people listening you know uh, i didn't because i've never worked with you directly i didn't yeah. know what to expect i didn't know if you were going to do a standard kind of like uh, clinical hypnosis, hypnosis. Yeah, yeah or no. whatever but um how would for the listeners how would you describe that what you're doing is you know like if someone said mm -hmm. to me what is a holistic health practitioner i would have to tell them <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully so they yes. know yes so quantum healing hypnosis is, as you mentioned, not traditional hypnosis. It's not clinical hypnosis. It is directly connecting with your highest aspects, over soul, source consciousness, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't really have a name. And um, that divine omniversal energy. And so I say I'm, I'm just holding the space. So I'm guiding you. I'm your guide. I keep the space clean and clear. And yet those clients that have are guided to me, their higher selves or sources already dictated what they're going to show them, when they're going to have the appointment, how it's going to play out for them. And um, Where does free will come into that, though? That would be pers the perspective of it, or even taking the guidance. Like, I've had clients say, oh, I was guided to you um, months ago, and I just wasn't ready. So right. the free will comes in when they choose to make that call yeah. and book that appointment. Mm -hmm. And then perspective. and And so... 
Dolores Cannon was the one that originated this work. Oh, is that right? Yeah, many, oh, many years amazing. ago. Wow. Yeah, so you know about Dolores and all I've, of yeah, the Yeah, I've seen, I've got, I think I have some books where either she's written or I have maybe a book by her, but I've, in my studies, I've come across her for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, definitely, because she was uh, <clears throat> trained. It's actually her husband was um, in the military and he had learned how to regress people. And she picked it up. He was in an accident, never uh, wanted to go back into it, but she was hooked. And mm-hmm. so Source really gave her the induction that we did today in guiding you into that space. Not that you really have to give much guidance to Paul because he's already there. But Well, you know, I, I do have a daily practice of, yes. of astral work and, and yes. working with spirit guides and power animals and i mm-hmm. i'm a remote viewer so i've spent a lot of he's very comfortable in that space yeah i've spent yeah. a lot you know i i i don't have the the uh, western scientific materialist limitations i mean mm-hmm. i began having out-of-body experiences that were wicked and mind-blowing when i was 12 years old wow. and so and and found out i didn't know the name remote viewing but knew for yeah. sure i could remote view totally um and also knew that I wasn't my body. Mm-hmm. I, I my body is a vehicle that I use, and it's something that I enjoy being in, and that's why I take care of it. Yeah. But I found that I could go anywhere, literally, mm-hmm. that I could put my intention on. Yeah, and that's I could it. be there really as quick as I could hold my intention on mm-hmm. it. I could go from here to the moon just by focusing on it and. Yeah. Holding my will. So I just hold my willpower on the moon with mm-hmm. the intention to be there and then just relax. Yeah. And it's hard, hard to really describe, but I. Um, it's an allowance, too. Yeah. I just. Um, the, the thing that I've learned from remote viewing is that consciousness is really all there is. Mm-hmm. And that. Yes. The illusion of individuality and the world and the universe are a virtual reality that consciousness creates mm-hmm. with such virtual intensity oh very visceral <laughs> yes, that you very can't, real <laughs> you can't distinguish mm-hmm. you can actually distinguish it when you have experiences of higher states. Correct. Then it then becomes you, then easier. When you, when you come back here, you actually realize this is much much more the sleepy realm than, than yeah. a lot of the higher states. Like Absolutely. A, many times in my remote viewing experiences, there's a, a greater density and intensity of sensation, things like smell, mm-hmm. um, sight, touch, hearing, um, in this realm, those would be called the, my, my voyances, mm-hmm. you know, the extrasensory Senses. perceptions. Mm-hmm. But, but when I come back into this realm, things are definitely duller, slower, mm-hmm. more subdued. Definitely slower. <laughs> yeah. When you're in those realms, everything's you can, instant. Point being is you wouldn't know the difference until you'd had those experiences. And Correct. I've had, you have the distinction. Well, you know, too many of them to count. So <laughs> it's... Uh, it's a wild experience. I forgot what direction we were going in there. Oh, just uh, getting back to Dolores Cannon, Cannon's work. And, yes. And so um, that's how I first discovered it. But I was already a seeker and I was already, you know, traveling and um, 
owned float centers. So that's really how I learned how to self-hypnotize myself, not knowing I was actually hypnotizing myself. Mm. And then I heard about Dolores and I was like, ah, this is, you know, being a seeker. I'm like, I want more answers. I want more behind the scenes answers. Mm -hmm. You know, I was already doing subconscious work and inner child work and getting to those root causes um, with my clients in this lifetime. But I knew there was more, wanted more. Mm-hmm. and um, she came to me in dreams. I was like, I got to work with this woman. I didn't even know she was dead. She had passed on in mm-hmm. 2000, I was ask you that. 2014, and she was coming to me, so I was like, I get, this is a sign, and um, I went through advanced training back-to-back, and my first sessions were, were textbooks. They, people were going to their council after they transitioned. Um, they were seeing lives on other planets as animals as elements mm-hmm. and and clearing like paul said you know he his body felt more relaxed you know clearing those imprints those energetic imprints and if you've ever worked with paul you know about energetic dna and all of the other frequencies um that come with us into these incarnations and so it's it's clearing on so many levels and that's mm-hmm. what i loved about it you could have um you know, healing transpire the mental, emotional, or the the energetic bodies or subtle bodies, and it and it is obviously all connected. So it affects this embodiment here and now. But mm-hmm. what I also going back doing this for several years now, but I've also um, been told or been shown by sources, it's affecting all consciousness and all creation, not just you. This embodiment today not mm-hmm. just this version of paul in those lifetimes as well mm-hmm. but all consciousness because there is no separation as you say right yeah so um the the quantum what's the quantum part of that the is that's going so it designates it that it's not clinical it's you know yes clients can you know work on not smoking or you know addictions and things like that that usually gets cleared up and you know at the soul level anyway it's quantum because it is going most of my clients that come to me want to know what their purpose is why do they choose to incarnate so it's deeper than just and yes i have the 3d questions too like am i going to get married am i going to get that job mm-hmm. you can ask anything sources mm-hmm. yeah, you know course, like yeah. you <laughs> what did source say when i asked to speak to source i'm listening like yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like sure ask away and yeah. so, uh, you know, and it also um, brings home certain elements like a theme or a lesson. That's what I was going to ask yeah. you. What They like, won't show you anything that's not relevant to this incarnation now. There's, you know, how many lifetimes have you had? That would be overwhelming for your human. They'll show you what's relevant to this incarnation now. If it's karmic that needs to be cleared, a contract, a theme, a lesson. You know, I did damage to my brother in this lifetime and I'm, you know, we reincarnate together as, you know, husband and wife in this time to work it out. There's there's always some kind of relevance. Otherwise, they wouldn't bother showing mm-hmm. you. Hi, everybody. I'm sure you've all heard of the benefits of bone broth, but I bet you don't know about bone broth protein powder. I found an awesome bone broth protein powder with Paleo Valley, and I asked Autumn Smith if she'd explain why hers is so good from Paleo Valley. 
Well, like you said, collagen is basically the fountain of youth, and most of us are not getting enough of it in our diet because maybe we don't have time to simmer bones on a regular basis. And so we created our powder to make getting the benefits of collagen for your joint health, for your gut health, for your mental health, really, really simple. And we sourced it from 100% grass-fed and grass-finished bones. So it is a beef bone broth protein powder that you can literally put in everything. It's tasteless. I add it to my son's smoothies. I put it into his desserts. You can even put it in soup and get all the benefits of collagen without all of the time and energy and investment. So all you have to do to check it out is go to our website at paleovalley.com. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And you can use the code CHECK15. That's lowercase C-H-E-K-15 at checkout. And I hope your family loves it. I know you'll love it. Keep your body healthy. Keep your kids healthy. And let's make the world a better place with Paleo Valley. Enjoy. I was going to ask you if there's a, a theme among people that indicates such things as why we're here, what kinds of challenges are common among people, and what happens to people when they die. So yes, that's... are there themes about why people are here based on mm-hmm. your regression? How many regressions do you think you've done? <sighs> Several years... Probably about like a thousand or so. So there, yeah. that's enough to see patterns. Oh yeah, definitely. Number one question, like I said, everyone, why did I choose to incarnate? Did I actually ask? Was I told? Mm-hmm. Was this um, a punishment? Like there's a lot of those variations. Mm-hmm. People want to know purpose. The ego wants purpose mm-hmm. for being here. And so that would be by far the number one question. I don't think that question has not been asked by one client. Um, What's the it, pattern? What's the most common Response. Common would be um, be the light. A lot of my clients are light workers or already awakened men and women. And so to anchor the light, be the example of love, be the embodiment of love. Mm-hmm. It's mostly centered around love mm-hmm. being those examples. Um, being way showers. So you're a way shower. Like mm-hmm. they said, you have you're awakening more people through this work, which is why they're like, get on it, like mm-hmm. thumbs up on the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that is a lot of the themes. Um, they also so they could complete whatever that cycle was. So like you saw, you were a woman in that life. Yes, you're, yeah. you're, you know, you a warrior in this life. You're a pacifist in this life. Like mm-hmm. you have to have the balance. I had one client that, um, you know, adultery. Well, I'm an active pacifist. Yeah, active pacifist. (laughs) (laughs) But like, so she had experienced adultery in this life and and got to see the reverse roles Mm -hmm. and how it affected the family Mm -hmm. in that lifetime, this lifetime, and current situation. And they said it was necessary. You couldn't couldn't be complete unless you knew all aspects of it, Mm -hmm. which meant you had to be the cheater. You had to be the one cheated on, Mm -hmm. the victim, the perpetrator, all of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, this is a big, um, this is a completion cycle. And a lot of, um, the other theme would be, this was the most important time to incarnate on this planet, so you chose to be here now. Okay. What is, what's the most common theme that you see happening when people die, as far as the experience they're having? Oh, f- uh, freedom. Like, oh, I was ready. Like, mm. a, lot of, a lot of bliss, a lot of freedom. Um, some sadness because they still have those attachments to family yes. or, or um, an obligation. Like I didn't finish my, my life's work or my, my goal. But once they come from that higher perspective, they can look back and see the lesson or the purpose of that life with 
clarity and um, neutrality. And so it's, again, always refers back to why they chose the players, the souls that play the roles in their families, mm -hmm. their loved ones, their business, their lives in this incarnation now, because that's usually why that particular lifetime or those scenes were shown to them in the first place. Mm. I'm going to ask a question that I, that I wrote down because I know there's a lot of left-brainers that, <laughs> you know, think right about now that both me and you are loopy and we probably had LSD for breakfast or something. No, just breakfast <laughs> yeah. just eggs <laughs> so i did i did i did smoke some tobacco and some herbs to kind of set me in the uh soften the borders between dimensions a little bit and use some of dr nick's excellent third eye essential oil mm -hmm. yeah. and a drop of diviner's eye both of which Beautiful. are very good for for uh, dimensional travel mm -hmm. and um so the question is um how can you trust that the information that you're accessing through hypnosis isn't just people's imagination or fragments of things like movies they've seen or books or stories they've read, etc.? In other yeah, words, totally. things presenting themselves as factual, yet yeah. they don't realize that they're making it up unconsciously. Mm -hmm. No, that's a, that's a great question because even when I was going through this work, as a student, mm -hmm. of course, I had to go through regressions. That was the very first thing I said. Oh, I'm just making this up. Mm -hmm. And then when I became a practitioner and other you know, clients, am I just making this up? Um, this is one thing that Paul obviously experienced. You cannot make emotion up in trance. Mm. Like you are in that space. I had this huge like six, four beast of a guy and he was scared of something mm -hmm. and then came out of it. And he's like, well, I don't know. I think I might've made that up. I said, okay, so if I described what you described in that, in that scene, I brought it here in front of you right now. Would that scare you? And he's like, no, I said, that's how, you know, you weren't in, you weren't making it up. Mm -hmm. That's how, you know, you were in trance because he had a visceral response. You cannot make up that joy or that pain or that sadness or mm -hmm. that fear. And then um, I would never do that anyhow. I mean, what I yeah. experienced in all fairness, yeah, was so painful. Yes, you wouldn't be making that up. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, if I was an actor and I had to play that role yeah. too frequently, it would make me very sick yes. from the depth of the pain and the emotion. Because you're really connecting with it, and that's and that's it's more than you connecting it. That's I'm what I'm saying. You can't it. make that up. You're there. I'm in it. Yeah, you're it's, in it. It's as real as real gets. Mm -hmm. And it, so, yeah, and that particular kind came back, and when because the second half I call in source or your higher aspects. And you basically become your own channel, which I love because it's, you know, that higher wisdom, your truth coming through you. And I record it for you so you have your session. And um, that particular client um, came back like three weeks later. And I asked Source, because he went right into trance. And I asked Source, you know, what happened on the first one? They said he was afraid. Mm -hmm. so his ego tried to deny it ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and so they gave him what he needed and uh and it was great it was they're always amazing i told paul i never know where they're going to take you because it's not up to me again i'm just the guide holding that space to get you there um and i played detective and that was one thing that um i realized by working with other regressionists and um i saw a, you know there's 
great practitioners and there's not so great practitioners. Mm-hmm. And I would ask my soul, like, why did you bring me here? They're like, because it's when it's your turn, you're not going to make these mistakes. Mm. Because as a practitioner, you want to get as much information for your client. And sometimes source is kind of like you heard God today, kind of ambivalent. Mm-hmm. And and so... <laughs> That's what, that was, you know, I must say that that experience um, really threw me. Um, I understand it. Mm-hmm. I understand it. And I... Um, I don't know. I don't really have good words to describe the emotion that went through me. You know, uh, maybe I'll, I'll describe a little bit of how this happened. I was, it was when I was, ex- had just been stabbed through the guts with the sword by the other Knights Templar that uh, was happy to do the du- duty of getting rid of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as I was bleeding to death, I could feel the life draining out of me. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, <clears throat> I was kneeling, but the sword was now gone out of me. And, and then I was standing naked in a beam of divine light, which was very intense and powerful, but stabilizing, very stabilizing. And a, a man that looked like Socrates or a Greek philosopher, yeah. maybe a Hippocrates or a person like that uh, came to me through the light and he was holding a very exotic looking book, like a handmade book, but it was very unusual. Uh, you know, there was like tassels coming off of it and, and there was light coming mm-hmm. off of them like like gold vo- vibrant gold mm-hmm. light it was like some kind of a book of records or book mm-hmm. of wisdom or something and he was reading to me out of it and he was yeah. telling me it was kind of like a prayer of release mm. that i i could let go of the world now and i could go up in the light but simultaneously there was a huge rainbow that emerged from right at my feet mm-hmm. and went up back into the world Oh, uh, yeah, that was and so your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was telling me, you have a choice. You can either go back to what he called home. You can go back home mm. or you can go back into the world. But he said, to go home, you have to let go of the world. And I said, how can I let go of the world? How can I let go of all this? I just died for what I believed in and I can't just turn around and leave all those people mm-hmm. behind. That's That was the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was trying to protect. <laughs> and he said, but you understand this This is all a, a game. game. It's a cosmic game. Mm-hmm. We're all doing this because it's the way we learn to be more conscious. It's God becoming more conscious in and of itself and as itself. And, and you know, skipping forward, I was told that we, we have to learn what God isn't mm-hmm. to realize what God is, and God creates the isn't or the evil specifically so that it itself can experience an awakening to itself yeah. as a conscious awareness, not a super conscious mm-hmm. or a unconscious awareness. Um, yes. Because a super conscious awareness is knowing everything at once, so mm-hmm. there's really nothing to know. Yeah. If you if you know everything there is to know in the universe, you'd have no questions. So there would yeah. be no reason to think. There'd be no game. There'd be no game. So in the middle of all this is this 
duality of polarity. And, and so I said to God, you know, why, why do you have to do it? Why do you have to do it this way? Because look at how much pain is involved and look at all the rape and the pillage and all the nastiness of the world. <clears throat> and God said, all of it is the game of life. All of it is the game of mm -hmm. coming to know the truth of yourself. And there is nothing but these games. Mm -hmm. the, beyond that, there is nothing to know or do. Mm -hmm. So no matter what your game is, from being the Buddha to Jesus to <laughs> Jack the Ripper to, uh, yeah. to being the consciousness of a sun or a star, it's all a game inside of a game and they're all... Yeah. weaving each other into existence and that is the game of life and that life isn't just here it's ubiquitous in the universe Everywhere. and so you know when i was having this conversation with god i was just shocked it was so matter of fact mm -hmm. it was like almost like get over it nonchalant that's what we <laughs> that's what we all doing mm -hmm. It's what all, yeah, all of like, it's doing kinda all like, the time. <laughs> kind of like a woman that's had 10 kids saying to someone that's really worried about her being able to do it without dying or something, she's going, get over it. I got 10 kids. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it was, that was kind of the feeling I yeah, got. Yeah. Like God saying, Paul, come on. You know what's going on. You've done this thousands of times. Yeah. It's not new to you. Why are you so attached to this game, you know? But I realized too that it, it, it was part of the healing process because mm -hmm. the game is the only game. It's the real game. It is, game. It, it is life itself. It is Maya in the Hindu yeah. consciousness. And, um, but as Arthur Young says in his teachings, people think Maya means illusion like it's not real. Mm -hmm. But he says, what they don't understand is Maya is the illusion. The. The <laughs> illusion. And, and that when you really understand what that means, well, here we are talking about it. Absolutely. It means that. But, you know, I guess just sort of the, the child in me or the person that wants God to be this kind of motherly, loving, hmm. amazingly cuddly. I've heard that from clients before, you know, too. Yes. And all of a sudden, you're, you're getting this, this experience. But the love is the process. The love is the willingness to enter the game. The mm -hmm. love is the sacrifice. The love is the yeah, self-realization. It's all love. Yeah. So, it's, it, and, and I tell people all the time, you know, you everybody wants unconditional love but you really haven't got a clue yeah. what it means to be unconditional love and there was the unconditional of it yeah right yeah i'm a i'm having an emotional response to the negative aspects of the game but god's saying hey like you said god says yes that's yeah love says yes yeah and so god's saying hey that's why you entered the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the paradox. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I remember I said to God, why do you keep doing this? Mm -hmm. And God looked at me, or not looked at me, but the, the, feeling, said, yeah. the feeling was like, actually when, when God was a, had appeared to me, I, I was surrounded by fire. Yeah. Um, I was in a womb made of fire. And it was really a very profound experience yeah. but the fire was speaking to yeah, me that pure consciousness yeah mm -hmm. and and the fire was really something i think only so i could know that i was talking to an entity of some kind otherwise it would have been like empty space talking sure. but i did feel the presence of the divine 
And so I said to God, why do you keep doing this? And God's response after a little pause was, why do you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was saying to God, like, you know, why do you keep playing this dangerous game? And yeah. God's saying to me, why do you? And, and, and really the deeper message of that is, who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> You're, no you're talking to me, but you're forgetting who me is. Yes. <laughs> or, or you couldn't be here. Exactly. So it was really a, a, a sort of a, um, I don't really, it was like a very unexpected um, matter of factness. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we all do. From the microorganisms mm -hmm. to the aliens. We're yeah. all playing a game. Mm-hmm. And the game is, guess who you are? Yes, exactly. <laughs> First you forget, and then you figure it out. Yeah. And like Paul and I were talking afterwards, um, I've had many ceremonies and experiences myself. And what I I wrote down a couple of things that when he was channeling, and one of my experiences was so ecstatic and so blissful. And how could God surprise God from knowing it's God in the first place? Like how to know that kind of love is you can't even describe it and just that ecstasy and what was described was to know that sacrifice it was the other end of that mm -hmm. of that yes it profound love was this profound pain that equally serves and this is why to keep that balance or to to again all it's still across the board to know your to know itself as itself yes and and as we i haven't told a lot of things just because i don't want too many people to get all tripped out and freaked out but um there was a lot of sacrifice in yeah. my regression it was yeah. intense especially experiencing cernanos yeah. It was, yeah that was it was uh, emotional yeah very 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 um visceral and very um sort of <sighs> The depth of the love of the sacrifice yeah. was was really more what I expected from God, but Cernanos is yeah. that function in God, you know. But uh, it really also is just another <clears throat> amazing experience of the power of myth, mm -hmm. you know. Cernanos is a mythological being, yeah. But people in our culture, or is he? Well. <laughs> <laughs> he is. People in our culture really don't understand what a myth is. Mm -hmm. They really think a myth means a lie. Like a story. Mm -hmm. Yes, but a myth is the story that is telling itself, and that is God living. And a myth is really an explanation for the unexplainable. Uh, one of my favorite de definitions of a myth is a myth is something that never happened but is happening all the time, and that's God. Yeah. God is telling a story to itself that it's living mm -hmm. it's all the actors and all the characters and all the places places it is it is all of it. it is the actor it is the stage it is the psyche mm -hmm. it is all that is and when you're like when i experienced the presence of cernanos it was i would really say it's more a the gods of myth are more of a a force of consciousness. They're, you know, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but, um, you know, it's like where you have 
everything has a function, you know, in general, like a chair has a function, mm -hmm. um, you know, consonants and vowels and verbs and nouns, they all have functions. And the closest I could come in analogy is that mythical gods are verbs. Mm. They are what make the story move. They're what yeah. breathes us. They're what's looking through our eyes and living through us. And they organize the play in a structure that makes meaning out of the experience. Yeah. It has to make sense to us or we'll yeah. deny it. So. And so it was a, a very good experience for me as deep and, and emotional as it was because it it really took me to a deeper level of understanding of mytho mytholo mythology and mythological gods mm -hmm. than I've ever had. And wow. even though I've had a number of experiences, especially in plant medicine journeys, this one... I think probably particularly because I wasn't on any medicine, there was there was no buffer yeah. in the way. It was as real as me talking to you right now, and yeah. it was very intense. And detailed. Yeah, so and that's my, another thing, too, yeah. to share you know, some of my clients that are in recovery and that um, um, aren't comfortable doing plant medicine yet or not ready this is a beautiful alternative to um, to being able to access those spaces easily and safely and comfortably and still, like you said, that was like a DMT journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, everybody. You know, leaky gut syndrome is one of the most common inflammatory conditions that not only really seriously hampers our digestion, but leads to a wide variety of health problems from cognitive dysfunction to low energy to bad skin problems, pimples, rashes. The list of, of symptoms that can come from leaky gut syndrome is very, very long, and it's often misdiagnosed, and people go down all sorts of rabbit holes treating symptoms but not really getting to the cause. The most common three causes of leaky gut syndrome are stress, just too much stress in your life, which these days is really common for people. Next is the side effects of medical drugs, and about 85% of the world population is on prescribed medical drugs. And the third is consuming alcohol, and whenever stress levels rise, medical drug consumption and alcohol consumption go up increasing gut permeability and leading to lots of health problems and energy deficiencies and people just feeling lousy when they really need to have the energy to respond to life more effectively. But we have a phenomenal solution for you, which is Leaky Gut Guardian made by Bioptimizers. I brought Wade Lightheart in to tell us how it works and why we should use it. Wade, what is special about Leaky Gut Guardian and why should we all be using it? Well, researchers from Harvard and John Hopkins say that over 70% of your immunity is from the gut and about 80% of the population is suffering from a permeability uh, where basically the bad guys are pooping in your blood. Yes. The bottom line is Leaky Gut Guardian does a, four different things. It eliminates bad guys. It seals the gut. It replenishes the right probiotics 
that kind of give you the feel-good probiotics and provides those feel-good probiotics that make the neurotransmitters in the body. It contains a unique patented formula that contains IGY Max, which serves as the patch. We actually have two PhDs in biofilm who are testing this product, and the results are extraordinary to wipe out the bad guys, fix and patch up the gut so that you get the nutrients you want without the waste from these pathogenic bacterias. It is truly extraordinary, and if you mix that vanilla version that we have inside your, you know, espresso coffee with your fats, uh, yes. makes a beautiful vanilla latte. Tastes great, and of course, we also have a uh, chocolate carnivore. We call it for people who want the collagen and bone broth boosted on that one. That's for that one, and of course, the vegetarians choose the vanilla. Of course. You don't have to be a vegetarian to love the vanilla. No, absolutely. So it's very, very exciting. My wife, Penny, actually uh, somehow managed to get that out before I could get a hold of it. Uh, but she's working on that and uh, healing her gut. And she tells me that it's an excellent product. So I'm really excited. And she never gives compliments unless compliments are due. If she doesn't like a product, she'll tell me. So right from my own family, I have great evidence that Leaky Gut Guardian is the real deal. So why not give yourself not only some healing, but even if you feel great, some protective measures, keep the right supplement coming into your body, keep the right bacteria. And the PhDs in biofilm, just so you guys are clear, that's the gut barrier you're talking about. So they have PH, the, the formulators have PhDs or doctorate degrees in the science of the gut barrier. So the product is developed by people that know exactly what they're doing is what you're really saying. 100%. All of our products are made with the highest level of research, the experts in their field, combining with the highest quality products to ensure that it delivers on the promises and everything's backed up with a 100% money back guarantee. You can get Leaky Gut Guardian at leakygutguardian.com forward slash living number four, little d. Put in Paul 10, that's capital P-A-U-L 10, for a 10% discount off this and any other Bioptimizer's products. That's leakygutguardian.com forward slash living, number four, little d. And at the end, Paul, capital P-A-U-L, 10 to get 10% off. I love Bioptimizer's products. I use them every day, and I'm confident that you will love them too. Enjoy. What percentage of people you work with are carrying some form of psychic entity that is other than their authentic self? And uh, how are such entities influencing at them at the physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual levels of their being? Uh, I'd say about a quarter percent uh, of 25%. my 25% of my clients. Yeah. yeah. And on average, and um, a lot of my clients don't even go into the regression work. We'll, you know, I specialize in inner child work and removing entities, attachments, cords, hooks, implants, trackers, tracers, there's devices, and there's different levels of, of entities. Some are, you know, sometimes it's something simple like a lost soul. Sometimes it's heavier duty or, you know, bigger attachments. And like you and I were talking about, I share this with my clients, the dark knows you as well as the light knows you. And you being a light worker, the dark can attach to or influence, we'll say, um, people that are living in a lower vibration lifestyle anyway. Mm -hmm. That's easy pickings. Go to any bar, club, whatever. But to get a light worker, to get somebody that's awakened, that's big winning. Big fish. Big fish. So, yes. So, I've pulled 
um, multiple entities, demons, succubuses. Would you say you had gargoyles or something? I've had time? gargoyles yeah. in, in a shamanic ceremony attack me for hours, but yeah. fortunately I have the skill. Yeah, he knows how to protect himself, protect but myself. most of my clients don't. But it was intense. Oh, of course it is. I had, I had to, to train for years to do that. That was not a part of hypnosis yeah. or quantum healing at all. That was some other initiation that I didn't know I signed up for. And um, couldn't really speak about it uh, for a number of years until last year because there was enough consciousness raised to, to be able to warrant that. And more people were coming to me. I was seeing it more regularly, people with attachments. And I mean, kids, adults, animals. I mean, I've removed stuff from my, my own family, my partner, mm -hmm. my, you know. And um, going back to your question, how does it influence? A lot of people will experience, and what's tricky because you know they're tricky um they'll make it sound like you you'll think it's your own emotion your own mm -hmm. thought your own feeling your mm -hmm. own yeah they're very good cloakers oh they've used my own voice to try and try and i'm like really you think but because paul and i work in those realms it's not easy to trick us and yet i have a lot of clients that don't even realize they've gotten hijacked you have to mm. close, you know, you have portals on your body too. You have to mm -hmm. close those things too. Staying um, in a, you know, obviously a frequency or bandwidth doesn't necessarily ensure they're not going to. It's just not as easy to get to you. So when you get pissed off or you get um, in a fight or argument or triggered, it's an, if you haven't, I say to my clients, if you haven't healed something at a subconscious level, that allows the dark to come in and use that as a hook as leverage mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you have these thoughts and you're pissed off that your vibration just goes lower and lower and yeah. lower and then it's it's a free for all yeah i have a, a series i think i told you about with yeah. kendra jolson coming awesome. up titled are you possessed mm -hmm. and it's either probably going to be four or five podcasts wow and it's very deep and comprehensive and kedrich is a wealth of knowledge mm -hmm. on these subjects and um, yeah, I wish I would have known that before I got initiated, you know, several years ago by myself. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who can I call? They're like, nobody. This is your job. I'm like, oh. God. Yes, well, you know. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> I've got a lot of experience with a lot of these crazy things because, believe me, when you start doing healings for people, yeah. you start finding a lot of stuff it's in there. It's a Pandora's box. It's like, oh, boy, here we go. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know. I'll tell more about it in 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 the series, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. They're they're very real, and mm -hmm. I've seen it many times in in ways that are you know take all my paratrooper strength to stabilize my mind and really focus on oh, controlling I, these things. I cried. I had scratches, bruises. I had you know stabbings, hooks. I mean, you name it. Yeah. I had to, but also the light coached me through it and they're like you have yeah. to know you cannot do this work and i was like but i didn't want to be initiated they're like too bad and so i you know it started showing up and i was like what why are they showing up they're like your light's getting so great that you're also a threat so there is that too it's not mm -hmm. just you know a picking um you out of the crowd it's like there's certain you know players will say that are more of a threat than others and so um i had to learn resilience. I also had to learn not to be afraid. I had to learn how to um, mitigate it fast and quick. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I teach shamans this stuff because I'm like, you don't have time to get all your rattles and your crystals sometimes. <laughs> the shit's already in the house. Like yeah. the dark's already on your back. 
It's already yeah. in your kid. Like you mm-hmm. got to get to it. And so I do teach that now to those that are ready. It's not necessarily something I, you know, post on my website, but yeah, well, your soul is going to talk through whatever session they book anyway. For so. me, I just, uh, without going into a large elaboration on it, I stopped in, I, I stopped uh, letting people know. And I also asked yeah. spirit, I said, look, I've, I've, I don't really enjoy doing entity work. Yeah. If people come to me and they have them great, but there was a period in my life where I had so much of that going on. And because a lot of the people that carry entities are really, how can I say this politely? They're very poorly self-managed or they're, they've got addictions or they're, um, they're people that have made themselves susceptible to entities by living in ways that common sense would suggest is not a good idea to live. Mm-hmm. And so I find that if you remove an entity or multiple entities and a person continues to go back and do what I just informed them was the reason that they Correct. got themselves in trouble. Oh, they'll come right back. Then I, I just say, yeah. look, I'm not the guy for you to come no. see. I'm not going to be your your goaltender to So you can continue your bad habits. And vacuuming your... Yeah. your your yeah. dirty trunk so you can go out and live like a fool. And Totally. No, so. and I think that was more um, the case back in the day. And I also made that deal. I negotiate with Source all the time. I'm like, look, if you want me to open this up, because I wasn't very public. And when I got that notice um, a couple years ago to make these more public, the work that I do more public, um, I said, bring me those that are ready for this, that can hear this and see this and, and understand this. And so they don't bring me um, people that haven't already done some work. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's hypnosis, I mean, yeah, they still have 3D stuff to work out, but for the most part, I'm super blessed that, yes, it is. I always help awakening. people that are ready to be helped. Yeah. and they're, Yeah, you can't really, honestly, help anybody that's I, not. <laughs> I hate babysitting. So if people <laughs> want to pay me my hourly fee f- to do entity removal after the second and third time they've done the same silliness i'm like you need to go hang out with your entities for a while because <laughs> you're not listening to me you're not yeah. <laughs> li- you know when when help comes and whispers in your here's how you got that way don't do that anymore mm-hmm. and you go do it mm-hmm. like going to orgies and silly shit or, or going to group medicine ceremonies full of people that shouldn't be there in the first mm-hmm. place because um, they're not properly prepared and the person running the ceremony usually is doing it for money instead of for yeah. spiritual development and stuff like that, which is happening at an alarming rate right now. A lot of pseudo shamans out there, people, yes. But you know, I in, wanted to, in many fields. Yeah. I wanted to tell you you the listeners the story that I told you. I had a experience. I was doing a very, very deep um medicine ceremony with plant medicines. And it was a very, very deep, high-dose thing. I used to uh, do my own research progressively, take uh, each different medicine Mm -hmm. to higher and higher doses until I could find where the psyche began to fracture and break Mm -hmm. down, um, or what would be classically called psychosis, so I could see what the experience that people would be going through at different doses. And I mapped all this out, and I have it all in my journals. And... 
this one day I was doing an extremely high dose and it was a very intense experience. And I was, all of a sudden I found myself dealing with gargoyles, these yeah. very vicious and intense creatures. And um, I had to use all the knowledge I have and, and, and keep my inner spirit very strong so they couldn't enter me. And they kept, as you know, trying to Poking. penetrate oh, yeah. you and go right inside of me and take me over. Yep. And, um, you know, I was just so grateful that I had had the grounding that I had with self-realization fellowship and, and the monks and learning how to meditate mm -hmm. and, and being a remote viewer. I know how to use my mind effectively. Yes. And, and so I was able to keep them all out of me. But this was like very exhausting because it was going on for a good four sure, plus yes. hours. <laughs> and so the next day, one of the most wild things ever in my life happened to me. One of my instructors who lives in, oh, yeah. um, Florida, I think Fort Lauderdale or mm -hmm. um, where, wherever Disneyland is in Florida. I can't remember right now, but um, the next day, now she has no idea that I'm doing this. She's on the other side of the country, right? And I get a phone call from her and she goes, you know, Paul, this might sound a little strange, but. I really feel I should follow through with this. She said, you know, my house cleaner is a, I think she said Mexican lady, but <laughs> she's she's really quite a, a witch. And, <laughs> and she came to me this morning when she came to clean my house and she said something very unusual that I really want you to know. She said, she came up to me and said, you know, the man that you study with, and she said, and, and my, my, my uh, instructor, Ashley, said, do you mean Paul Check?" She said, yes, your teacher. She said, you need to tell him to be very careful because there's gargoyles all around him trying to get inside of him mm -hmm. and take him over. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, my friggin' God. <laughs> I said, you, that is a real witch, a yeah. real shaman. She's yeah. a real seer. She's a real seer. I, and so I told my my instructor, Ashley, I said, well, guess what? I spent the whole day yesterday doing largely four, <laughs> four, four hours of that day at least. And she was shocked. I mean, she was like, oh my God. I said, treat your cleaning lady really well. She's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so it just goes to show you how, how the universe will talk to you oh, yeah. and let you know, hey, and those, are real. those confirmations too. And that's what's um, so cool about this work as well is all the confirmations that I get back. People that listen to the recording or, you know, oh, I think I remember. And then it's gone like a dream or yeah. they don't, or they don't recall anything at all. And they're, you know, they're just a trance channel. Right. And so having those experiences where they're still going to be integrating for, you know, a week or two weeks and <laughs> having those, that's okay. Ooh, and having sorry. those <laughs> it's a great conversation I'm just I tired. love it and having those experiences um continue you know to expand them and I I mean I love this work and no sessions are ever the same and even clients that have come back repeatedly um there's always more yeah I you know I do, do regression work too I've been doing it for years mm -hmm. I studied Roger Wolger's work and and that was the approach that I found most natural for me Roger Wolger is a, I believe, he's a union analyst, and and you can get his audios on past life regression and things like that on Amazon. He's very good, and uh, 
And I had hired, as I told you about 20 years ago, a professional past life regressionist to work with me because I really wanted to see what I could find out about myself. But um, I've had many wild experiences doing regressions with people and every single one of them has resulted in chronic pain that they had had for years and sometimes their whole life being gone. gone. Yeah. And some of them had some very profound experiences, kind of like I did. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, things like heavy vomiting and, and like a lot of deep and painful crying and, wow. you know, finding themselves in battlefields with bad wounds and, mm-hmm. you know, this things that, that they would live, they lived out. Yeah so thoroughly in the regression Mm -hmm. that it was like intense yeah you know there's you how do you i mean who would come to a session and say well i think today i'm going to fake it and vomit all over paul's place you know not faking it it's like oh my god you if you saw what goes on when someone (laughs) really goes through a regression you would realize that people's people's um, poo-pooing of them is just their own ignorance. Yeah. And like I said, the ego wants to deny or defy what it can't comprehend. And and, uh, my regressions are definitely, I've had metaphorical purging, but I have not had physical purging, luckily. (laughs) But mine are more gentle. I'm more yin. (laughs) You know, glutathione is an extremely powerful antioxidant. I don't know if any of you have ever noticed on my YouTube videos from uh, a couple of years ago, I had a spot forming just below my left eye, which was the result of me doing so much research on herbs. And Angie, who is a nutritionist, said, you should try some glutathione. Maybe you need more antioxidant support. And literally day by day, I watched it disappear as soon as I started taking glutathione. But I didn't have the kind of glutathione that Symbiotica produces in their new Regenesis product. So I've got Shervine here to really explain what is unique about their new glutathione product. Shervine, what can we expect from Regenesis? Well, that's an interesting story, Paul, um, regarding that spot. And it just shows you exactly how strong glutathione is. We went out of our way. You know, It took us about 18 months to develop this, a lot of hard work. The entire team of scientists got together. And what we found was that most glutathions on the open market oxidize because of the sulfur compound that's attached to it. As soon as oxygen hits it, you get this sulfur you know, layout, which is very, very unpleasant. Our glutathione, which is liposomal, so it is protected, is bounded to lactoferrin. Lactoferrin is the, is the amino acid chain that makes colostrum colostrum. So this is our first non-vegan formula. It's still vegetarian, but it isn't vegan. Along with that, we have CoQ10, PQQ, which is pyroclinolone, which is a good brain nootropic, and lactobacillus rhamnosus, a human strain probiotic. All of these come together. It supports healthy intestinal tract, mitigates food environmental allergies, improves nerve growth factor, reinforces the immune system, neutralizes free radicals, antiviral, antibacterial, removes heavy metals, and just boosts the brain-gut relationship, which we know now is so critical to longevity and optimum health. This is truly one of our favorite, favorite formulas. Also, unlike a lot of supplements, it tastes very, very good. I was super (laughs) impressed when I tried it. Yeah, we find that to be very important. And again, we don't use anything artificial. Everything is organic. They're all extracts. And there's zero sugar in any of our products. Awesome. So 
Head on over to C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com, that's symbiotica.com, and on checkout, use your code, capital C, capital H, capital E, capital K, 15, to get your 15% discount on Regenesis and any of the other amazing products at Symbiotica. Enjoy, and if you have spots on your skin, you might just get rid of them with this amazing product. Interestingly, one of my clients had um, chronic stomach problems for most mm-hmm. of his life. And um, when we regressed him, um, I can't remember exactly because it's been years <clears throat> since I did that case. But <clears throat> part of the experience was he found himself in an experience where he was dying and he had, uh, if I remember right, a big spear through his stomach in a battlefield. Mm -hmm. It's probably Greco-Roman days by the Mm -hmm. look look of it. I can track them. I can follow them and see what they're seeing and usually surprises my patients and clients when I... (laughs) Oh yeah, I go into that space. Yeah, exactly what's going I'm on. Like, yeah, those windows are exactly like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, once he was able to move through it, the I think if I remember, it was the moment that he pulled the spear out that he started to vomit. Ah, yes, yeah. There can be releasing for sure, yeah. definitely energetically and physically. Some clients have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the session. Mm-hmm. And so there is uh, a lot of working on, like I said, the, the physical, the energetic bodies, subtle bodies, um, mental, emotional, intuitive bodies. Everything's getting an upgrade. And yeah. so it definitely um, makes a difference in, in the overall vibration of the being of that of that embodiment whatever mm-hmm. they're coming to experience is always a byproduct like like i was telling paul i have a client who um just comes because he feels so good after the sessions mm-hmm. and but yet will not listen to any of the recordings yeah <laughs> and he's a great subject he just he's like no i'm good and i just you know I it's kind of like going to sleep and letting the doctor operate on you kind of yeah and i'm like i'm good. Ah, good yes <laughs> but i i i am um, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I um, I have a visceral, uh, as as much conscious awareness in a regression as I do. Right yeah, now. and that's rare because you are so comfortable in those altered states. And mm. some of my clients, it's they're not as seasoned mm. as you. Obviously, most people aren't, and so sometimes the conscious mind has to separate so they can have a a true experience or a true mm-hmm. channel. And that's why I record it for the client. Cause yeah. like I said, there's going to be a variation of levels of, of theta to, you know, deep trance. Yeah. Not a lot of people want to really experience the pain. You know? No, most will watch it and just mm. observe it. And, you know, like I saw myself get stabbed and I was just like, yeah, okay. Like I didn't physically have to go through it viscerally, mm-hmm. but I knew, I knew my, my time was up and I knew why, because I didn't, same thing. We were kind of, cohorts in that regard i was like i can't be a party to what the clergy and the government are doing in the cahoots and the destruction and mm-hmm. and i was working for them in that other life and um an aristocrat you know old europe days and um i got out i you know i outed them so they took me out and yep. i saw the red coat and everything and not too uncommon no. <laughs> so they told me this time you wouldn't be because i was like uh, that's what they're doing right now yeah <laughs> You either join the club or you get a shot that right. might be might be your 
you know, <laughs> what tips Humpty Dumpty over the wall. So see, that was because I, you know, they're like, you have to start, you know, sharing more of this publicly. And I was like, mm, and I had a little apprehension and they're like, you won't be persecuted this time. Because I, when you can see other lives, it's not as comfortable when you know <laughs> you've, you've been persecuted for these things or you've yeah. been, you know, taken out for, <clears throat> for, you know, being a witch or yeah. sharing these things. And so, yeah. Witch a woman. I know they the call me the witch. moon in her eyes. <laughs> Get it, Paul. Sing it. Hey, uh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can imagine that every single human being on the planet was a cell in okay. a larger organism called humanity. Okay. Where do you think uh, that, what do you think that being is going through right now? Mm. Like an existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> an exorcism. <laughs> exorcism and existential, yes. Um, a lot of, and I think too, like with um, the lockdown, like I checked in on all of that too from last year what, you know, what is going on or what's still going on. And um, it's like a global ayahuasca ceremony, like bringing people to, Mm. you know, this awareness and um, by cutting their distractions. Yeah, they're still on social media and stuff, but they don't have the going out all the time and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, anesthetizing themselves with all these things. And um, I'm definitely seeing more and more people questioning their reality yeah my own mother in her 70s is like what's calls me up i know you know what's really going on and yeah. <laughs> i was like you are my mother <laughs> so yeah it was it was uh interesting to see and again from our perspective I, I don't necessarily participate um with the the whole you know bs that's flying around i can mm. perch and watch and be like yeah i can see the perfection or the necess- necessity of, of how it's, you know, the divine plans all orchestrated. And yes, do we deal, still do our parts? Do we still clear the dark? And like they shared with you, you have to bring awareness to the darkness as mm-hmm. well. And so um, I didn't realize that was also part of my purpose, obviously. And um, so going back to your question, yeah, <clears throat> humanity is a collective or if those, the humanity were individual cells of one giant organism, it would be um, about, what did I get? I checked in on this question. About, yeah, they said about less than 30%, of, you know, working for the light or awakened. Oh, so, so less than 30% of us are awake. Yeah. And so we have to hit that tipping point. They're like, you got to get to 51% to mm-hmm. really, you know, because there's a lot of us that are like, let's get the show on the road. But what Source was sharing with me the other day is like, you know how long it took to get this, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and like they showed you today, it's a game. Like it's, you can wake yourself up from the game at any, any given time. Yeah. And well, so, but we if you're conscious to enough to know you can. Exactly. And yeah. so that's why we're here. That's why we chose to come back. We're, you know, yeah. way showing so Everyone Shoot has those opportunities. Yeah, it's, the, it's like the drill sergeant coming into the mess hall, or the, I mean, the <laughs> barracks when you're everyone's asleep with the lid of a garbage can and a stick. Bang, 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 bang! <laughs> Get up, you lazy <laughs> bastards! It's time to go to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us did volunteer. They said um, I was asked, and I agreed. So it's like volunteering, and I and I questioned source. I'm like, pretty sure not. That's not the definition. But you and I, you know, we've. And many light workers made that agreement to come here. 
I'm curious, what do you feel the, uh, um, not what, but who do you feel can benefit from hypnosis or the type of hypnosis that you're doing? Like, if you take all the people out there with all their various problems, mm-hmm. you know, in a typical country, mm-hmm. who, who, who listening, what, what would you tell them to, to help them make a decision in their head is maybe hypnosis something that would be helpful for them? Yeah. Well, I say this work is for everybody. And of course, not everybody's ready for this work because mm-hmm. it is um, a little more behind the scenes and it can be vulnerable. If you haven't done work already, this was, I probably wouldn't start with this. Mm-hmm. I would, um, I usually introduce my clients to their inner child, to higher aspects of themselves, do a little more leg work before you go into that. And I, and not because, and I've, I've regressed people that I've never met before. It's not that it's necessary by any means. I just find you have a much deeper experience if you have gone through um, those, I say, those protocols because your inner child, I describe as like the bouncer at the club. Mm-hmm. You want more access to your gifts or your that, you know, that divine guidance. That is one of the main ways to go about it. And it's one of the easiest ways. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you're one of the, smartest people I know by, by far. <laughs> but when we speak about like subconscious or super conscious or the unconscious, that's still sources like Roseanne, that's too abstract for people, mm-hmm. but everybody has an inner child. That's your avenue. That's where you go. Mm-hmm. And so I found over this work and it wasn't taught with quantum healing. I was doing inner child work years before that, but I do incorporate them together. And sometimes clients aren't, um, have disassociated from those parts of themselves or their inner child so, so long that um, I actually have to use hypnosis to introduce them Mm -hmm. to their inner child. And it's safer for them and it's more comfortable um, because they're already relaxed in that space. So Mm -hmm. really when clients come to me, I'm listening to their inner child, their oversoul source and customize those sessions because some people need a quick hypnosis. Some people need, you know, (laughs) two hours. (laughs) What do you feel the future of quantum hypnosis is? Um, well, I think it's already, I mean, it's evolved so much already just in, you know, the several years that I've been doing it. Because back in the day, it was, you know, it's scripted and you don't s- stray from this these inductions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my connection from, my, and I can only speak for myself, but I do know other practitioners that are incorporating it with, you know, light therapy or aromatherapy or... Yeah you know, acupuncture. And so, you know, there's no real, I don't feel like there's those stringent rules anymore. If source is guiding you at that time, Mm. you know, and you do light language, great. And so I feel like it's ever evolving because we're ever evolving. So Mm -hmm. if source is like, you're going to remove an entity right now, I'm like, oh, that was definitely not something they trained because they didn't believe that those things existed. And I'm like, when I am seeing them and they're coming, they're showing up at my house or at my clients. Um, you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, people who have never encountered one <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably don't know they have a one or two or five or six. Hanging around. Mm-hmm. I've seen people with a number of them. Yeah. Um, I think 13 was my, was the highest I removed from one yeah. person. I've had people so full of them. I had to send them to people that were more skilled than me. I'm just like, you're, you you need somebody with more yeah. magic up their sleeve than I got. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I do know people like that. So, um, I, I I know one woman in particular. That's all she does is 
she specializes in it. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a psychologist and she does do other things, but I, I would guess from my knowledge and experience of working with her that most of the, a good number of the yeah. people that seek her out. Yeah, that's a big part of my work, absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, I don't go publicly advertising that, but absolutely. Yes. Until now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not fun, but I've had those emergency calls. I had two last week and um and you know, you, you have full days and you're tired and mm-hmm. you just wanna, you know, have your tea and you know, you know have what a I bag, do? go to sleep. I learned and- <laughs> this the hard way, I'll teach you a trick. <laughs> I say <laughs> how long have you been feeling this way? And they say, Oh, it's been getting worse and worse for about a year. I get good. You, it'll make it till Monday or when you can get an appointment with me. <laughs> and in the meantime, yeah. here's some things to do. Because <laughs> I used to give all my heart and soul to all of this. And then after a while, I realized, yeah, you know. You no, c- there's health limits and boundaries, especially with the work yeah. that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you yeah. burn yourself out, you yeah. make yourself a nice target. And I'm not interested in that. Oh, heck no. No. You've had to take care of you first. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, those, there's been a couple emergencies. And when you know, like... Like especially you know a past client that you've worked with already, and you know that they're they're in it, and it sucks, and I know what it feels like, and you're like, and I know I can do it quickly. I was like, all right, but yeah, I I, I definitely am strong with healthy limits and boundaries. So it's like, yes, you set that appointment, and yeah, and also I found a lot of people with entities are very needy people. Mm. And uh, well, I want to make note on that too. Like I said, light workers are targets because they're a threat. Mm-hmm. So yes, there are different categories of um, how these things come in. Um, some of my light worker clients, they'll those entities will attach to their loved ones, those closest to them, to trigger them and mm-hmm. use them as you know mm-hmm. um, leverage sure. against them. And so I've cleared off my partner many times, and um, and I on the flip side, the paradox is you know some of my clients they're going through their own training. And it's like, you're going to have to learn what this feels like and what it looks like because you are one of those people that are going to be doing this too. And so, yes, that's a, a So there is point, initiations yeah. aspect mm-hmm. as well. So I just check in with whatever's going on with their soul so I can get a clear read for them, for sure. I actually had a, a, an experience of picking up an entity myself. It's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever had when I've had lots of them try to get into me, but I was doing some work with a very sick lady in Toronto Mm. and she was very depressed and a lot of judgment and pain and just a very dark case and um, someone who really didn't want to live anymore but Mm. I think was trying to stay alive because her son didn't want her to die he was who brought her to me and um, I happened to be uh, doing research on healing with with microdosing and the thing that people don't realize is when you have uh, any number of plant medicines in you they open your chakras that's why you feel so connected when you're on it sure and so i didn't think to check in i just thought this was an older woman who needed some help and Mm -hmm. i was helping my buddy's mother right and so i wanted to really do a good job for her so Mm -hmm. i thought i'm going to use a little helper spirit here to open me up and enhance my inner vision oh yeah there you go (laughs) so yeah i don't do that (laughs) after i finished working on her i felt completely and utterly drained and depressed yeah and i was like what in the world is going on but let me show you how great spirit works for you if your intentions are right Mm -hmm. 
there's only one place I know of in this whole area in Toronto where there's organic food. And it's this little tiny cafe wow. with a, a bar, no tables, like three people can sit at the bar and it's mostly takeout orders. Mm-hmm. And she's a little Chinese woman. And I've been going to Toronto to lecture at CanFit Pro. I've, I lectured there 19 years consecutively. This was about year 13. So this was back in the day. Yeah, yeah. and I was walking till I needed to get lunch between that appointment and the next one. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking down the street and I'm just feeling like absolute shit. And I'm just like wickedly down and depressed and i'm like this is this is not like me me. what's going on that's how you know (laughs) and so i walked into this place that i've been going to every year and i know the lady that owns it Mm -hmm. you know because she always loves the fact that every time i'm in town i tell people about it at the conference so she gets because they're all looking for good food (laughs) she sells a lot of food and she so she loves me you know so i walked in and i was fortunate enough there was nobody in there Mm. it was like by that time, it was about 2.30 in the afternoon, so people had eaten their lunch and yeah. gone back to work, and she was kind of just cleaning up. And <clears throat> I walked in, and I hadn't even ordered. I just, she came to the counter. She says, oh, Paul, how are you doing? What have you been up to? And and then all of a sudden, she stops, and she looks at me. She goes, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> oh. I said, to be honest with you, I just did a healing session with a woman, and I feel really exhausted and depressed and it's very unlike me she says you have an entity in you Mm -hmm. i said how do you know that she said well remember a few years ago i told you i was studying to be a healer (laughs) she says well i've been doing a lot of work with entities and 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 i'm quite skilled at it naturally and she says you are carrying an entity right now would you like me to teach you how to get rid of it and I said, by God, please. <laughs> so she took me over, sat me down in a little plastic chair and showed me a technique. And it blew that entity right out of me. Yeah. And I went, oh my God. It was like the lights came back on. Totally. And my it's brain that, turned on. It's that fast. And a yeah. lot of people, I mean, you were aware because you, you know, the work you do and being in tune, but I've removed them um, from my partner and he's like, he had no idea. Mm-hmm. Had none. He, he will even ask, like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like it just takes over, yeah. And I can see like the shift and like, the yeah. energy. The energy doesn't lie, yeah. and so yes, they do teach um, clients how to clear and protect themselves as well. So yeah, because it is maintenance sometimes, especially if you're on the radar. I say if you're on the radar, you've raised your vibration to this level. Gar- guarantee you are on the radar. Yeah. So <laughs> it's protocols like that to yes. maintain that. That, that those force fields. Yes, totally. If you don't think that entities are real, then just get on the internet and start telling your thoughts and feelings about COVID. Oh, yeah. And if they're not in line with the party line, an entity will attach itself to you very quickly mm-hmm. and it won't be of the light type either. No, definitely. And your your face and name may be removed from public record, so to speak. Um, what kinds of offerings do you have for the listeners today? Um, I never got a chance to really get into that with you. Do you, what do you, what do you? I do have, well, I, yes, because we kind of talked about that. Okay. So I have the transformational package. So I'm offering that for. What is that? I forgot. That is um, six sessions and two hypnosis. So the six sessions are um, light worker activation, inner child healing, soul integration. So again, it's your highest self dictating these sessions. So Mm -hmm. those um, I have 
scheduled first and you can spread it out, but I usually like to see people once a week if they're on that on that plan. Mm-hmm. And then the two hypnosis at the end, because you're way more open to mm-hmm. go into that space. And I just find that it's uh, more conducive for the client to get everything out of it that they can. Okay. What is so, what does that package cost? That one is fifteen fifty-five. Is there a any discount for the listeners? I yes, can't remember. So t- yes, so 10% for Paul listeners. All right, 10%. percent. <laughs> and I'm not taking any of it. It's all going to her. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, I to, offered. He said no, so thank you. I want her to have whatever comes her way because this work requires a lot of daily commitment to your spiritual practice and growth yeah. to do it properly. Or This is daily. This or is, you yeah. will be... A house full of uninvited guests. Oh, no. You keep it clean. Keep it tight. (laughs) No, Paul. Yeah, you have to maintain it. And it is. Once I gave myself over to the divine, this was, um, and they said divine will is my my will. And Mm. my whole body shuddered with the resonance of what that meant. And Mm. they're like, and your will is the divine's will. Mm -hmm. Like you said in your session, like I am you. Yes. And so really surrendering my the my ego's illusion of control um and so that's how my life has been the past you know handful of years and it's it gets easier even in the face of adversity things that would upset me years ago i would have lost my mind and i'm like i just laugh i'm like the divine's got a better plan then if this is (laughs) if this is what's playing out and it is and so teaching clients to you know be your own master so you're not Mm -hmm. at the mercy of anything or anyone there's nothing out there yeah it's beautiful thank you any other closing comments no just thank you it's been Beautiful and awesome hanging out with you and your family at the Heaven House. Yeah, and Jeff Rainbow. and I have lo- excuse me, Heaven House was the other one. Yeah, it was nice there too. Though. <laughs> I've been there too. Yeah. So yeah, the Rainbow House is gorgeous, and it was like it was all socked in, and then the sun came out. I mean, you you're definitely up on, on the king of his castle. So it's <laughs> gorgeous property, and I loved it. Slept like a log, and it's I have to say too, somebody that has um, done this work for a long time especially being initiated in the dark and having to clear everywhere I go. I mean, mm-hmm. they've sent me to Europe multiple times, mm-hmm. Japan last year, right before COVID. And I was like, oh, great. This is why you sent me mm-hmm. <laughs> clearing and um, removing things. And um, and so I'm, I'm just automatically have that ritual of gritting and clearing and protecting everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this is the first place I didn't have to do any of that. I checked in twice. Like, are you sure before I go to bed, especially because that's when they come and knocking, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I went to sleep and I didn't have to clear. I woke up. I didn't have to clear. I mean, this place is gridded. I did see this dark, I was telling Angie, this big dark cloud and it almost looked like it had um, like a, um, like a dark face, almost like a snout. Mm-hmm. And it was as we were coming up the hill last night and I was like, what's going on at the house? I'm like, is there something going on? They're like, and I checked in with source and they said, there's so much light that this is, and I was like, well, we're going to clear that out too. Cause I'm like, this is what's hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, one, as I told you, we did a, a healing ceremony for the whole property when we moved yeah. in. And we saged the entire property mm-hmm. and all the buildings, yeah. everything. And, uh, you know, Angie's a shaman, so she did her clearing and I I did my own mm-hmm. clearing. So we were both moving around the property so because it's big. So it's huge. I was kind of working <laughs> one half and she was working the other. And 
you know, the whole, both houses are done with biogeometry, which is Yeah, that made very, a huge difference. I'm protective. super excited about yeah. that. And then um, Angie has also done the entire property. Yeah, she's telling me Mona's helping her with the, the posts. Yeah, and, and she's done <laughs> everything the property. from yeah. plants to trees. I mean, she's... The pond. She's yeah. been everywhere. And uh, she's very, very good at it. So yeah, I thanked her this morning. It was it, it was amazing because um, Ben Greenfield was here yesterday. That was it yesterday before yesterday. Day before maybe? yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you were here yesterday. Day before yesterday, Ben Greenfield was here visiting me. It was his first time here. And when he walked into my office, he's like, "What in the world?" He goes, "The energy in here is incredible." Mm-hmm. He said, "What is that?" He said, "This feels so good in here." He says, "I what have you done in here?" <laughs> and so I showed him yeah. all the you know the um, biogeometry yeah. technology, and and I also let him know you know this house is cut out of stone. The whole yeah. you saw the back yeah, yeah. behind the house. We're we're like twenty feet, Solid. 18, 20 feet mm-hmm. into a side of a mountain. It's all rock. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's also got terracotta tiles all through the house, mm-hmm. and they're highly paramagnetic, so they produce a lot of life force energy. Mm-hmm. So the house is really—it's <laughs> really in a solid, yeah. um, healthy yeah. place here, and there's a lot of beautiful life force energy in the environment, yeah. as you can see. Oh, they see, guided you, know. you here for a reason, absolutely. Yeah. and so. Uh, every single one of my clients that come here, when we have classes here, people don't want to leave. Yeah. I have had many, many of my students say, I don't know what it is, but I just don't want to leave this property. I'm of like, course. neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm, I haven't driven my car, but like six times in the last nine totally. months. Yes. So, well, great exploration. Thank Thanks for the amazing regression. It Thank was, you. Uh, it was quite profound. Yes. It was intense. I, I, I could have gone for hours to be honest yeah. with you because I was so deep and it was coming with such clarity um, and I had so many things I wanted to investigate but I knew that because they're shutting the power off here tomorrow I knew if we didn't we had to get it all in get get it all yeah. in and I, I really want to have the day off tomorrow so I'm glad we got it all in it was just a, a mind-blowing you. experience and very healing yes I really feel lighter in my being that's um, beautiful it was uh, very interesting, you know, the connection between the wound and the stomach from that sword mm-hmm. and the, my pain in my neck from my neck yeah, injury. Yeah, it released at the same time you yeah, said. Yeah, it was wild. It was very, felt like Angie had done biogeometry on me. Oh, thank so you. So it, it's wild, like, uh, yeah. you know, how much, you know, people don't realize that the psyche is a rainbow bridge that goes from pure consciousness to matter. Mm -hmm. And our soul exists at all those levels. levels. So when we're carrying these unresolved past life traumas, they're being imprinted into our physical bodies because they're contained within the domain of the soul or the psyche. Mm -hmm. And the soul has a memory of every experience it's ever had from its inception. Yeah. I just call it an imprint because it's come mm-hmm. it's come with you. Yeah. You know, the gifts and the pain too. If you don't clear that up, then Yeah, it's yeah. kinda like a scratch on a record. It's yeah, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing you can get out. Yeah. Uh, so it takes a skilled scratch remover. <laughs> thank you. To, <laughs> I've never been called that, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Those of us that were around with vinyl records know that once they're scratched, that's it, that's baby. It. It's they're clickety done. click. <laughs> and the better your stereo is, the worse it sounds. <laughs> so I Lots of fun. Thank you. Thank you. It and, was an uh, honor. You yeah. guys are out. You know, Aunt Roseanne and Jeff just sold their beautiful property. And 
They're yeah, got themselves a nice van and they're going to cruise around and look for their next new property, which I'm yeah. sure is going to be amazing. Our next holistic playground. And yeah. so, um, yeah, you can follow me at Roseanne.grace on Instagram or my website is roseannegrace.com. And um, yeah, the holistic playground, that's Jeff Bryan. That's my partner. And yeah. we are going to be cruising around looking um, at different locations, but also... If we are in your area and you do want to do this work or, you know, train with Jeff and we're in that state or in that county, then um, we will keep you posted on social media and let you know. And and for all of you guys. Or online. (laughs) And for all of you guys and maybe some of you gay girls that aren't even interested in past life regression, go to Roseanne's site just to see her because she's really good looking. (laughs) She's a babe. (laughs) I love that Paul can see the aesthetic, but honestly, Paul was the first person to see my soul before I could see my soul. (laughs) So thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show and, um, Thank you to all of you that buy things from the sponsors. It really does not only provide you with extremely high quality products that are good for you, that are nature friendly and sustainable in these practices. The companies are highly sustainable and very beautiful, loving people, but it helps give me a little income to support the podcast and the podcast team. And so I'm very grateful and let's all share as much love as we can with the world And, you know, if you just do something that feels good to you to try to make the world a little better place, it's not like you got to go out and save the whole world. Yeah. It's just whatever you can do. If it's just helping somebody or, you know, flushing the toilet one last time or recycling something, you know, if each of us just does a little bit each day, imagine what 7 billion little bits adds up to. A lot. A lot. And so I would all love it and encourage all of us to just at this time in our evolution and the state of the world, we all need to just love Mother Earth a little bit and love Mm -hmm. each other a little bit more and be more aware. Yes. You know, and be more aware to the games that are going on that are always going on, but now it's more obvious than it's ever been, yeah. unless you're just sound asleep. And if yeah. that's you, then wake up, but you wouldn't be listening. You wouldn't be watching this anyway. Yeah, yeah discern- you, discernment. Yeah. You won't be listening to my podcast if you're a sleepy person, You, you unless no. unless you've been forced to by a brother, sister, aunt, uncle, mother, or father, mm-hmm. and, and you'd have already been saying long ago, this guy's a nutcase, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, a lot of people thought I was nutcases. And then five years later, they're at my door begging me for help because nobody else can figure them out. And they apologize profusely and say, you know, I used to think you were a crazy son of a bitch, a weirdo. And (laughs) now I realize, well, it was me that had the problem. (laughs) I was Projecting. (laughs) Humbling. All right. Lots Uh, of love, everybody. Thank you. See you next time. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Living 4D with Paul Check and today's guest, Roseanne Grace. You can find out more about Roseanne on Instagram at roseanne.grace or on Facebook at roseanne.grace.home. She's offering listeners 10% off her evolution package and you can find out more about this on her website, www.roseannegrace.com. That's R-O-S-A-N-N-E-G-R-A-C-E.com. Just mention that you heard this episode when you book your session. Follow Paul on Instagram at 
paul.check or on Twitter at paulcheck. You can watch many of these interviews on his YouTube podcast channel, youtube.com forward slash living 4D with Paul Check. We invite you to check out Paul's blog at paulchecksblog.com and the Czech Institute's new streaming media site, chikiva.com. <laughs>